Good morning, Contrarians. Monday morning, no, Tuesday. Yesterday was a holiday. Tuesday, February 22nd, around 6.30 in the a.m. And things between Russia and Ukraine are approaching a boiling point here. The latest now is that the Kremlin has ordered troops into the two breakaway parts of the Ukraine that are still in, inside Ukraine's borders. And Western leaders have offered up an olive branch to Putin, saying they would meet with him. That's apparently still on the table. And this comes as reports of full-scale invasions are apparently still imminent, uh, days away or less. UK reports say the invasion has started, which I guess technically one could say it has, seeing how Russian troops are now in Ukraine. So this is an ugly situation from a whole number of perspectives, and it's understandable that it has markets preoccupied. And But there are reasons to believe that this conflict will be contained to the two countries without any kind of wider impact to financial markets and that the long-term impact on markets will ultimately be limited. And to wit, futures have come in a little bit from where they were. Um, there was some pretty intense selling going on in the overnight session, but they're now and, and up again. Well, no, there's they're still red. The NASDAQ is down six-tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials and S&P off about two-tenths of 1%. And small caps, the Russell was down 2%, over 2% at one point, and that's now flat. So make of that what you will. Bonds are selling off, uh, especially at the short end of the curve, keeping with that. Um, we had a big rally in bond yields, not in yields, in, in bond prices last week. Yields and prices move inversely to each other. And the uh, two-year now is back up to 1.52 from 1.47. It was last week, or before last week, it was, it was up in the 1.6s. The 10-year is flat at 1.93. To give you an idea, that was over up over 2% last week as well. Commodities, however, are continuing to rally, um, but not as much as they were. WTI crude up 4% to trade around $93 a barrel. It was I saw some headlines of $100 oil earlier, so it looks like that has come in. That gas, natural gas, up 3% to around $4.50. Um, and industrial metals are moving higher as well. Zinc, nickel, and aluminum all up multiple percent. Cryptos demonstrating they are not a good disaster hedge or probably not a good hedge of anything. Bitcoin is down another 2% to trade around 37600 And where Russian assets are concerned, that is where the selling has obviously been most intense. The Venek Russia ETF, um, RSX, is that ticker that's down 14 percent so the russia ukraine impact this whole thing has turned into what might be called a geopolitical risk off and this is different than the systemic risk off that we saw in 2008 and even in early 2020 around covid it's been more of a divergence in asset classes so not pure risk off we've seen energy prices go up bonds rallied Tech stocks and other growth assets have taken it on the chin and fallen apart, um, but gold and precious metals have, have risen. And then, of course, you have stocks of defense contractors that have done well, and certain consumer staples have also turned higher this past week. Uh, Clorox, my favorite consumer staple, as you know, my biggest holding, uh, did quite well over the past week. 
So in a certain sense, we kind of know what will happen if, if and when a full-scale invasion proceeds. And it's basically more of what we've seen. Um, assets like gold and defense contractors will rise further, but that is only if there's, that's due to fears of wider geopolitical impact. We could still get that. Hopefully we won't, but we might. And, but assuming that no military, Western military power or NATO implicitly backs Ukraine, it should become clear that this will be a pretty contained conflict. And I point you to the Russian invasion of, in 2008 of Georgia. They've pulled this stuff before, right? And in 2014, they annexed Crimea. And both of those were broadly shrugged off by markets after some initial panic. So um, if, if and when that happens and it becomes clear to the markets, one could expect that precious metals and defense contractors will halt their advance. So, and if you look, that's kind of already what we're seeing this morning with gold flat. And also with bonds. Um, the reality is that interest rates are moving higher, and that is bad for bonds. And so that's why we are seeing the two years sell off now this morning. Beyond that, um, it's, it's, it is important to differentiate between everything that's been impacted by Russia and Ukraine and the broader kind of shift in markets that we've seen here. And there has been a absolute, a, a real shift from growth to value, and that's been going on for several months. And it's that that's independent of Russia and Ukraine. But if there is a peaceful solution to this, if if they do come to talks and they agree to, I don't know, some kind of hard border in in, in Ukraine, maybe they they give Russia those two provinces. Um, that it's not inconceivable then that we could get a broader relief rally that might even take tech with it. But for now, um, it, this, is, this is where things are. We've seen, you know, geopolitical flashpoints flare up kind of repeatedly here over the last decade since World War II. It's never led to full-scale conflict between superpowers. It almost has. Um, obviously, the Cuban Missile Crisis was the one point, the one major point and there have been other times where there have been wars between proxies and superpowers like Vietnam or Afghanistan. I guess Afghanistan was a proxy at that point. But anyway, point is that the international post-World War II international order has managed these crises pretty well and um, that's been especially true since the end of the Cold War and these last, you know, what, 25 years? So 30 years, I guess. So anyway, so it, it stands to reason that if there isn't a resolution in, in this whole Ukraine, Russia, Ukraine thing, then, then at least it will be contained to the two countries and that it won't spill beyond that. And whatever impact we're seeing now will eventually reverse. That's where, what I think is the most likely scenario. There is, of course, still a possibility of a peaceful solution. Um, but that's kind of what I think things are gonna, is going to happen. Having said that, I'm not a geopolitical expert, of course. Do your own research. Make your own decisions. With that, I leave you for today. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.